Good morning, Lighthouse. Magandang umaga po sa inyong lahat. I'm so excited because today is Missions Sunday. Ayan. Um, we, are, we are happy that we can celebrate missions because we, we still have our missionaries out there in the field. Meron tayong mga missionaries in Thailand. Meron tayong missionaries in Japan, in India, and in Nepal, and uh, and they are also praying for Tibet. Kaya welcome po ang aming mga missionaries. We want to bless you. We want to honor you for what you're doing for the Lord. And we thank you sa inyong mga mananood for celebrating Mission Sunday with us. Okay? My name po is Pastor Rio Handley. And uh, um, ako, ako po ay just recently got married. Ayan. Kita niyo po ang, 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 ang uh, picture natin dyan. Um, I'm married to Richard Handley, Richard Taylor Handley. And um, um, Richard is now, hindi ko siya kasama ngayon dito sa, sa Philippines. Nandun siya sa Australia. Kaya I hope uh, my husband is, is uh, <laughs> watching and tuning in today for this Sunday. Okay, today I'm going to talk to you about becoming an empowered witness for Christ. Okay, becoming an empowered witness for Christ. All right, but before we go into, we dive into the word, I want to share you, share with you a powerful story. Actually, it's my husband. Meron siyang, uh, mer- meron siyang napakagandang story. Uh, about his life. And I want to share that with you para makilala nyo naman kung sino ang aking asawa. Alright? So, my husband, si Rich, he grew up in California, in Ventura, California. His mom is a Presbyterian, pero, you know, in, in, in the U.S. kasi, the faith of the parents not, is not necessarily passed down sa mga anak. Kaya Richard, when he was growing up, you know, he knows that his mom is going to church in a Presbyterian church. Maybe when, when, when he was young, he, he would be going with the, with the mom. Pero nung nagkaisip na siya, you know, meron na siyang ibang mga, mga activity sa buhay. So, hindi naman niya talaga sineryoso itong faith ng mom niya. And, and you know, uh, her mom did not force them, silang magkakapatid as well, you know, uh, yung, yung pag-a-attend sa church. And so, Richie grew up, natawag ko po sa kanya Richie, yan. So, he grew up naman po. Na, you know, a very secular, secular kid, you know, regular kid na kung saan-saan nakakarating, okay? Then he got married and uh, he had a daughter. Actually, late na siya nag-asawa, mga 30 plus na siya yata or, or, or around 40s. I can't remember uh, the exact age, pero late na siya nag-asawa. And they, they, they had a, um, a daughter. Yan. Nag-iisa lang po ang, ang anak ni Richard. Pero... In 2008, something happened to him. Um, he started feeling ill, you know. So this illness, hindi niya alam kung saan ang gagaling. It affected his mental health and physical health. All right? Yung, he, he felt like parang nanghihina siya, okay? Later on, he found out that he had Lyme disease. And at the same time, nagkaroon po siya ng lead poisoning that really caused his health to deteriorate. Dito na po, because uh, um, naapektuhan din po yung mental state niya, his relationship with his wife also got affected. 
because he, he hasn't been he hasn't been well and he hasn't been uh, treating his his wife well because of the sickness. And because of that, his wife left him. He was in this situation wherein he was ill and he was suffering from the from the sickness. At nag nagkosyo ng matinding problema sa kanilang mag-asawa. It was that time that Rich hit rock bottom, thinking na you know life is 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 not important anymore. What's why? What is the reason for him to live? Ayun na po nagkakaroon na po siya ng depression and and you know because of because of his sickness, he was his body was ill, his 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 mental state was not in good condition. And so he felt depressed. But one day, a Christian friend named Kenny learned of Rich's condition. So itong, itong friend na to, si Kenny, he decided to visit. In 2013, Kenny shared the gospel to Rich and he prayed for him. And you know what? Rich was miraculously healed by this. God healed Richard. Because of God's powerful work in Rich's life, he became a follower of Jesus Christ since then. Up until today, because of that healing, because of his friend Kenny, who um, chose to visit him, prayed for him, ministered to him, the power of God brought healing to Rich's life. So Rich devoted himself in studying God's word to know more about Jesus, and he had been serving the church since then. Now that we are married, God has been calling us to reach out to the Aboriginal people in Perth, Australia. Recently, lang po kami kinasal. Ito lang April, April six. All right, this year, 2022. Panibagong buhay po sa amin yon. Panibagong buhay para kay Richard. Now he has, we have received as husband and wife a call to reach out naman sa mga tribes, sa mga, sa mga Aboriginal people in Australia. But if not for Rich's friend Kenny, na ginamit ng Lord to witness to him, the love and the saving grace of Jesus Christ, my husband would not have recovered. So I praise God for that. You know, mga kapatid, lost people matter to God and they ought to matter to us too. Today, we're going to talk about uh, uh, the book of Acts, okay? And how the disciples became empowered witnesses for Christ. Sige, basahin natin. We will read from Acts chapter 1, verses 1 to 9. But our main focus verse is in verse 8. Let us read. The former account I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach until the day in which he was taken up, after he, through the Holy Spirit, had given commandments to the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom he also presented himself alive after his suffering by many infallible proofs, being seen by them during 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. Verse 4, And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait 
for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me. Verse 5, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, it is not for you to know times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority. But, verse 8, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. May God add blessing to his word today. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Lord, we thank you that you have wonderful plans for us. Not just for us, but for the whole world, Lord. For all the nations, Lord, because mahal mo sila. Thank you, Jesus, for this. Thank you, God, that you love us so much. That you even gave your son, Jesus Christ. At hindi lang yon, you gave us your Holy Spirit so that we can experience your power. The power of your love. Life, Panginoon. Life to the fullest. Lord, we thank you for your word, that because of your word, we get to know your plans for us and for the nations. Panginoon, tulungan mo po ang bawat isa sa amin na makarinig. Tulungan mo po ang bawat isa sa amin na maintindihan ang plano mo para sa bawat isa sa amin. Tulungan mo po kami, Ama ko. Speak to us today. Holy Spirit, we acknowledge your presence here sa mga bahay ng mga kapatiran kong nanonood ngayong maga. Bless them today. Power, empower them today in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Bigyan ko lang po kayo ng konting background. I'm sure narinig nyo na po itong preaching about the book of Acts because Pastor, uh, Pastor June Rupa preached on this, a very powerful message on the book of Acts last time during, our, uh, during the, the preaching of, of the series, the books of the Bible, the God of the Bible. Ito po, I will just focus on Acts 1.8. Pero bi, ulitin ko na lang po yung background for us. So the book of Acts is a story of the continued work of Jesus through the power of the Holy Spirit in the lives of the disciples. So the author, uh, Luke, Dr. Luke, who wrote the, who wrote the Gospel of Luke, um, in, in, in his first book, siya rin kasi ang author nitong book of Acts, okay? So, the first book that Luke wrote was the, was the Gospel of Luke. There, he wrote about what Jesus began to do and teach. And in the book of Acts, parang continuation, in the book of Acts, Luke wrote about what Jesus and the Holy Spirit continued to do through the disciples. Okay? Actually, Pag nakikita niyo, pag uh, tinitingnan niyo po yung Bible niyo, ang title ng uh, Book of Acts dyan, if you're going to look at, look at your Bibles now, ang title niyan, Acts of the Apostles. Actually, misnomer po yan. Ang tamang title dapat is the Acts of Jesus and the Holy Spirit in the early church because ang main character, ang constant character po dyan is Jesus himself Working through the power of the Holy Spirit. Kaya yan, trivia yan sa inyo. Dapat ang title ng Book of Acts is The Acts of Jesus and the Spirit. 
The book describes how Je- the book of Acts describes how Jesus restores God's kingdom through the power of the Holy Spirit over the world, beginning with Israel. The situation was the disciples were perplexed. This was be- because this was after Jesus died. You know, the disciples were gripped with fear. After the, de- the death of Jesus on the cross, they actually thought that Jesus was to restore back the kingdom of Israel to them. But then he died, so devastated sila, no? They were full of fear and doubts. But after three days, they heard from the women. Remember the women who visited the, visited the tomb of Jesus and they saw the angel? Jesus was not there. The tomb was empty. Okay, imagine yung scenario ng mga disciples. What will happen next? Siguro nagahalo na yung anxiety, nagahalo na yung doubt, yung takot. What's, what's happening? What's gonna happen? And then as Jesus promised, Jesus appeared to them for 40 days and He gave them convincing proofs that He is really alive. Jesus had to remind them again of this very important instruction during that 40 days. In Acts 1, 4-5, let us read. On one occasion, while he was still eating with them, he gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Pero ang inisip pa rin ng mga disciples during that time ay yung restoration ng kingdom of Israel. So Jesus answered them, Acts 1.7, It is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by His own authority. Paano sinasabi ni Jesus, huwag nyo nang intindihin ang mga bagay-bagay na hindi nyo naiintindihan at hindi nyo alam ang sagot. So minsan, sometimes tayo rin, we are so engrossed with the things na mga, yung, yung mga nangyayari sa, ang, sa, sa buong mundo. And, and, and the fact is, paulit-ulit lang naman. Pagtaas ng, pagtaas ng krudo, pag ano ng mga, mga corrupt politicians, yung, oh, nakaupo na naman. Pinag, masyado na tayong nakafocus sa ibang bagay. But what does the Lord want us to focus on? Diba minsan, ang iniisip lang natin din kasi ang ating sarili, just like the disciples, they're, they're, they're thinking about their kingdom. You know, they're, they're thinking about themselves. The kingdom of Israel needs to be restored, but God has a greater plan for that. God's plan is for mankind to be saved, the whole world po, mga kapatid. That includes you and me, our families, our neighbors, our communities, and all people groups all across the globe. This is the essence of John 3.16. Sige nga, let's, uh, let's recite John 3.16. If, if you are a believer at matagal ka ng kristyano, dapat memorize mo na to. Let's, let's uh, recite this verse. All together, John 3.16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him will not perish but have everlasting life. God loves the world, mga kapatid. We are still faced with such a great task. That's why it was called, it's called the Great Commission. Kung maaalala natin, Matthew 28, 18-20, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me, Jesus said. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. Yung word po na nations there in Greek, it's the word ethne. 
It means tribes. It means race. It means peoples. Therefore, Jesus is, Jesus is saying, therefore, go and make disciples of all tribes, of all races, and of all peoples, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. If we are to ask, gaano pa po ba karami? Ano sa tingin nyo? Gaano pa po ba karaming tao? Ang hindi pa nakakarinig about Jesus Christ and His good news of salvation. Gaano pa po ba karami sa buong mundo? Isipin po natin. According to Joshua Project, there are still 3.34 billion unreached people groups. Ang Ibig sabihin po ng unreached people, ito yung mga taong hindi pa nakakarinig ng gospel or hindi pa naririnig ang even the name of Jesus Christ. They haven't heard Jesus at all. They belong to the 7,414 people groups all across the nations. They fall under different categories called the thumb. Kung narito, kung nakinig kayo last, last Sunday, uh, brother, La, brother Louis and Sister Lani showed to us the thumb. Ano yung mga people groups na yan? Thumb. T means tribes. H means Hindus. U means unreligious. M means Muslim, and B means Buddhist. Nariyan po ang mga unreached people groups sa kategory na yan. In the Philippines alone, na itala na meron pang 14 unreached Muslim people groups in Mindanao. Kaya mga kapatid, there's a great task at hand before us believers because Jesus loves them. That's why God wants empowered witnesses like you and me to go to these people groups. Why? Because God loves them. Mga kapatid, lost people matter to God and they ought to matter to us as well. But we cannot do this big task without the help of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So in Acts 1:8, Jesus said, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Yan ang iniwang importanteng kataga ni Jesus sa mga disciples before he was taken up to heaven. Because of this great task, Jesus wanted the disciples to become his empowered witnesses to the world, starting in his own people, the Jews in Jerusalem. Tingnan natin ano, what does the word witness mean? There are several meanings for the word witness in Greek. Okay? So, the Greek word for witness is martus. Okay? In legal, in legal sense, pag sinabi niyong witness, in legal sense, ito yung, mga, ito yung mga eyewitnesses. Okay? Ako, nakita ko, siyang pumatay. Yan, eyewitness yan. Kita-kita ko sa aking mga mata. Okay? Hindi po yan mga marites. Minsan ang mga marites, second-hand information na yan. Ang eyewitness po ay talagang ikaw mismo ang nakakita at nakarinig ng mga pangyayari. And may kita rin natin yan, itong martus, ginagamit yan sa courtroom. The one who testifies, di ba? Pag sa courtroom, uh, tumayo nga po kung sino yung witness in the, on the stand. At ituro mo kung sino ang nakita mong pumatay. Siya po. Yan. That's witness. Martus. Yan ang, uh, verse, yan, yan ang word na ginamit sa Acts 1.8. 
Makita ninyo rin yan sa Luke 24:48. Interestingly, mga kapatid, the word martus is the same word for martyr. In Acts 22:20, we read, When the blood of your martyr Stephen was shed, I was also standing by consenting to his death and guarding the clothes of those who were killing him. This is the Apostle Paul. When he was transformed, he was confessing to the, uh, to, the, to the other believers, to the other disciples, that he himself consented to the martyrdom of Stephen. Yun ang ginamit na word for Stephen, martyr, witness, martus. Therefore, let's define martus. A martus is someone or a witness is someone who is willing to lay his life down as an uncompromising witness of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amartus is one who, after his or her example, have proven the genuineness of their faith in Christ by sacrificing their lives even to death. Mga kapatid, pag-isipan nyo nga po yung meaning na yan ng martus. Someone who is willing to lay his life down as an uncompromising witness to the Lord, of the Lord Jesus Christ. A one, one who after his example have proven the genuineness of their faith in Christ by sacrificing their lives even to death. Let these words sink in. Kung tatalingin nyo ang inyong sarili, are we truly willing to be a witness for Christ? That even unto death, we can say to our persecutors, I believe in Jesus Christ. I will not deny my Savior. Even when we are faced with danger, will you still go as a witness for Christ? Mga kapatid, kung tayo lang hindi natin kaya. But, there is a but. God promised to give the Holy Spirit who will be the source of our power. Ito po ang naging source ng mga disciples That's why they were able to preach the gospel in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Marami pa po ang kailangang abutin. Jesus said, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Here, Jesus is talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. In Acts 1.4, and being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So, importante that we are baptized with water. Importante din po that we are baptized with the Holy Spirit. So this promise of the Father na tinutukoy ni Jesus ay hindi lang po available for the disciples noon. God's promise was for all peoples to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Kasi marami pong naniniwala na yung baptism na yon ay para lang dun sa mga disciples noon. But we still need it today. We still need to be baptized. Ang ibig sabihin ng, bab- ba- ang ibig sabihin ng baptism is to be immersed, to be filled 
Yan po ang sinabi, yan po ang sinabi ni Apostle Peter nung nag-preach siya after he received the Holy Spirit, how, after he was baptized. The Apostle Peter quoted what the prophet Joel said in Acts 2.17. That it shall come to pass in the last day, says God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. That means you and me included. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. And on my maidservants and manservants, I will pour out my spirit on those days and they shall prophesy. Last week po, we had a group of people who got baptized. And dami nila. They were baptized with water. Congratulations po sa inyo because you are now immersed in, 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 and baptized in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Spirit. You are now part of the family of God. After you receive the water baptism, you will also receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yan po yung uh, ating uh, session dun sa, in, in our journey to Jesus track. One of our modules is called Walk in the Spirit. Where you will be taught about the Holy Spirit, an opportunity to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Kung may mga katanungan kayo about the Holy Spirit, this is the best time to ask our pastors. This coming August 6 po, kaya ini-invite ko na po kayo. If you, are, if you want to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, August 6, we are opening this to everyone. So please register para makasama kayo dito sa Walk in the Spirit seminar if you want to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So, bakit kaya kailangan? Bakit importante na ma-empower yung mga disciples? Bakit importante na ma-empower tayo? Jesus knew that His disciples will be facing persecution, they will be facing imprisonment, and they will face death in the hands of His enemies, the Jews themselves. That's why they needed to be empowered so that they can withstand and they can stand in the, in, the, in the test up until the end so that they can also fulfill that great commission. The word power in Greek, ito po yung, ito po yung word na ginagamit sa dynamite. It's called dunamis. The Greek word is dunamis. It means miraculous power. It means strength, ability, might, efficacy, marvelous deeds. And so the power of the Holy Spirit gives us ability to perform. It gives us the power to achieve by applying the Lord's inherent abilities. If we are baptized, if we are empowered by the Holy Spirit, hindi natin ito ginagawa mag-isa. It is the Holy Spirit working through us. The Holy Spirit gives us the ability to perform the task that He wants us to do. It is that power through God's ability. This power is needed to grow in sanctification and prepare us for glorification. So mga kapatid, another question. Ang dami kong tanong sa inyo, hindi po ba? What does it mean to be an empowered witness for Christ? What does it mean to be an empowered witness? The disciples were in total surrender to the Holy Spirit that resulted to, the, to, the, to an empowering ministry. During, our, during that first early church history. What does it mean to be an empowered witness for Christ? An empowered witness is empowered to share and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ with others. Empowered. We can just share the gospel just like that. But when we are empowered, it means the Holy Spirit is the one working. In Acts 4, 8, 
and 13. May kita natin dyan. Peter, okay, the fisherman, Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, he started preaching, rulers of the people and elders of Israel. Okay, basahin niyo po yan sa Acts chapter 4, verse 8. Tingnan natin, sa, mag-jump tayo sa verse 13. Now, when, the, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, they perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men. They marveled. They realized that they had been with Jesus. Pero mo, hindi sila aral and alam yan ng mga, ng mga tao doon. They were just fishermen, Peter and John. But because of the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, they preached with boldness the gospel of Jesus Christ. Okay, so number one, what does it mean to be an empowered witness for Christ? One, empowered to share and preach the gospel. Number two, empowered in prayer and worship. In Acts 16, 25 to 26, about midnight, the Apostle Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the other prisoners were listening to them. And suddenly there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At, at once all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. Biro niyo po, nag-worship lang sila. They were just praying because of the power of the Holy Spirit. Yung mga shackles nila, yung foundation nung, 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 ano, nung um, kulungan, na-shake. And the, and the prison doors, mga ano yan, iron bars flew open and everyone's chains came loose because of the power of the Holy Spirit in their time of prayer and worship. Number three, empowered to give generously in Acts 2, 44-45. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who was in need. We also need empowerment in terms of generosity and giving. When we are empowered, hindi tayo matatakot at hindi tayo mga ngamba na pag nagbigay tayo ay mawawalan tayo because in the power of the Holy Spirit, we can give anything to God. That's what happened to the disciples. And number four, empowered to go to the nations. In Acts 8, 26 to 40, we see Philip. Ang sabi sa kanya ng angel of the Lord, ang instruction sa kanya kay Philip, go south to the road, the desert road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out on his way and met an Ethiopian eunuch, an important official in charge of the treasury of the Kandake, which means queen of Ethiopians. This man had gone to Jerusalem to worship and on, this way, on his way home was sitting in a chariot reading the book of Isaiah the prophet. The spirit told Philip, go to the chariot and stay near it. Empowered to go to this people group, the Ethiopians. Kaya po mga kapatid, if you, would, if, you, if you would search the history of the Ethiopians, they are Christians because of this eunuch. The Holy Spirit empowered Philip to reach out to this eunuch, Ethiopian eunuch. Mga kapatid, God continues to call people. He is continuing to call us to be an empowered witness to the nations. Are you willing? Today po, Narito pa rin ang mga, uh, ang mga missionaries natin in Thailand. Nariyan po ang, ang uh, 
Rosakay family, nandyan po si John Alambro, nandyan din po ang uh, Bevs and Alan po family. They are continuing to minister. Even nung pandemic, they continue to minister to the Thai people. At pakinggan yung story nila. Depression, anxiety, and fear still remains the number one struggle of university students in Thailand. This was already the situation pre-pandemic and has escalated since. Just last semester, we've had two suicides in Rajahabat University. Yam Matine, yung nakikita niyo sa picture, is one of the girls who came in really shy and downtrodden. But she found Jesus because of God's love for her through the Thailand missions team. Every time the Thailand missions team do their ministry with the university students, they point students to a life of joy by pointing them to the true source of joy, Jesus Christ. The word says that the joy of the Lord is, is our strength. They get to call forth, they, the students, the Thai students, they get to call forth boldness and put courage back in the hearts of the students. Kaya mga kapatid, God is still moving. God is still reaching out to the lost. God still wants the lost to be saved. If not for these empowered witnesses that God had sent to the nations, those people like Yam will not have known about Jesus Christ's salvation. Now, I want to call on and share a testimony of, of uh, one of the, the men, an empowered, men in, an empowered man in our church. I look up to him because I believe that he has this heart that comes from the Lord, a heart for the lost, a heart for the poor, a heart for the hurting. He is none other than our senior pastor, Pastor Jojo. Let's hear his testimony. Thank you, Pastor Jojo, for giving me this opportunity to interview you because uh, alam niyo po, uh, malaki ang uh, respect and uh, admiration ko sa ating senior pastor because he himself is being used, empowered by God to minister to the marketplace. Yan ang gusto kong ma-share ni Pastor Jojo sa inyo this morning. Thank you, Pastora. At magandang umaga po sa ating mga ka-lighthouse. Thank you for this beautiful and thank you for sharing the Word of God today, Pastora Rio. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. Pastor, my question is, ano po ang situation ng mga tao sa marketplace? That every time you minister to them, How broken are these people? Ang ang marketplace po ay isang broad na term na ginagamit natin to describe at least three of the most important pillars ng society. Number one is the corporate or the business world. Pangalawa will be the academe or yung ating schools. At ang pangatlo ay ang government. These are important parts of the society. And yet, ito rin yung mga components ng society that people go to. Five days, even six days in a week. Ang pagpunta sa church ay isang araw lang, ilang oras lang sa isang linggo. But these people go to the offices every day, eight to five, eight to six. And yet, nakikita natin na sobra ang brokenness sa buhay ng maraming tao, Pastora. Number one is lostness ng walang purpose. That many people are just working for the money. So dito pa lang makikita mo na ang isa sa mga losses ng tao is really 
that they are working for the God of Mammon. Walang kasiyahan, walang kagalakan sa kanilang mga puso because it's just for the money even if they don't love their job. Number two, ay yung kahungkagan ng kanilang ginagawa sa pang-araw-araw. They don't know if they really matter. Kaya sa maraming corporate, even government settings, given, masyadong prone ang maraming tao to breaches of integrity. Ang pandaraya sa oras, ang pandaraya sa pera, ang pagkakaroon ng extramarital relationships ay nagiging normal lamang dahil feeling nila, yun naman ang ginagawa ng karamihan and therefore, it should be okay for them to indulge in that. And marami rin tao dahil nakita nila ang kapangirihan ng katalinuhan. And we praise God for intelligent people. But the downside of it is the lostness of secularism. Yung walang puwang ang Diyos, walang puwang ang spiritual na mga bagay sa kanilang pang-araw-araw na buhay sa kumpanya. Therefore, man tends to become the master of their fate, the captain of their ship. Walang puwang ang Diyos. Pangalawa, meron din tayong mga nakikita mga tao na they are the religious kind of people. Religious in the sense na pag Sunday, hindi yan mawawala sa simbahan. And yet, God is never there from Mondays to Saturdays. Religioso, nominal na Christian, and yet walang tunay na relasyon sa Panginoon. And so, for the last 20 plus years na binitbitayo ng Diyos, sa training rooms, sa boardrooms, ng iba-ibang marketplaces, nakita natin na there's this genuine hunger sa maraming tao. And yet, because that's the promise of the Lord. God has placed eternity in the hearts of men. And the hearts of men will remain restless unless they find their rest in the Lord. And it takes a person, a servant of the Lord, to go in there and declare the gospel and the good news and the word of God. And then something in them is sparked. And that's where the liberation and the coming to freedom happens to the people in the marketplace. Grabe. Totoo naman na uh, marketplace palang mission field na, Pastor. Yes. But how does the Lord prepare you para sa ganitong klaseng ministry? Siguro, Pastor, dahil bago ako naging pastor for almost 15 years, I was also a marketplace person. I was a corporate guy, I was an employee, I was a business owner. And so those times of preparations really prepped me or set me up for this. That's number one. Number two, really is that I realized early on in my pastoral ministry that the church is not the building. The church is out there where there are believers. And the mission field is not inside the church. The mission field is across the street and around the world. Sabi nga ng isang awit na inaawit natin. And yes, salamat sa mga missionaries katulad mo, Pastor Rio, who have the heart to really go to the uttermost parts, ends of the earth. And yet, sometimes, ang mission field is just the office that you go to from Monday to Friday. People that you meet, people that you talk to every day of their lives, going through sa buhay na walang saysay, cyclical, masyadong routine, at wala ang Diyos doon. And so, sa ating mga Kristiyano, yan ang panawagan na ibinigay sa atin ng Diyos that we can be the salt and light of the earth. And how do we do that? Kung tayo mismo, we are filled by the power of the Holy Spirit so that pag nabigyan tayo ng plataforma at pagkakataong makapagsalita, we are ready to discuss unto them and share with them what Jesus Christ did unto us. Ang isa pang bagay na napansin ko, Pastora, sa Marketplace Ministry is that hindi tayo ang nauna sa kumpanya. 
Hindi ko masasabi na ako lang si Pastor Jojo ang nagbitbit ng gospel sa kumpanyang yun. Because I'm just part of the long process na ginawa ni Lord sa isang organization, for example. Meron ng sinimula ng Diyos sa kumpanyang yun. Meron ng nag-Bible study, meron ng nagbigay ng values training, or meron ng iplinan si Lord na isang empleyado, isang vice president, isang officer sa HR, for example, na nag-introduce ng gospel. Kaya pag dumarating ang mga lighthouse marketplace ministers, tayo lamang yung mga the ones that water the seed. But recognize it's only the Lord that makes the faith grow. Kaya throughout the years, Pastora, ang dami ko nang na-witness ng mga taong unang-una. For example, one woman who was caught in adultery. All her life, she was in the office. She was living an adulterous life. Uh, living with a person who is not her husband while her husband was also living with another woman somewhere. And yet, when this person heard the gospel of the Lord, almost instantaneously, the Holy Spirit did a miracle, a surgery in her heart. Now, she broke up with the man that she was having an affair with, reconciled with her husband, and today, they are serving in our church. Wow. I have had people, I had somebody na all throughout the two days na ako nagbibigay ng training programs. Talagang kibit-balikat lang siya. Galit dahil ano raw ang ginagawa ng pastor sa loob ng isang, sa isang profit-driven organization. And yet, because of the gospel that was declared, this man got convicted by the power of the Holy Spirit. Today, he's helping us in one of our outreaches in one of the provinces. He's on his way to becoming a lay pastor of Lighthouse Christian Community. Merong isang um, rich Filipino-Chinese person. Now, all of his life, he would say, Meron siyang pera, meron siyang katanyagan, meron siyang lahat ng material wealth. And yet, he always knew there was something missing in his life. Until I came and introduced Jesus to him. And today, he's one of the greatest advocates of our programs and one of the greatest supporters of the ministries of Lighthouse. Empowered ministers can empower other people. Not because there is something in us on our own innately. Kasi kung tayo lang po, hungkag tayo, we are weak, we are not strong. But when the Holy Spirit inhabits us, we become witnesses to a world that so hungers and thirsts for the presence of Jesus. Amen, amen. Praise God for you, Pastor. Marami pa kong kwento, Pastora. But I will catch you next time, Lighthouse family. Yes. Thank you, Pastor Jojo. Uh, we are glad that we are led by you, our senior pastor, whose heart is really for the lost. Because truly, mga kapatid, lost people matter to God and they ought to matter to us too. And we thank you, Pastor Jojo, for your heart in saying yes to Jesus. Amen. Amen. Fist bump, mga kapatid. Salamat po, Pastor. Thank you, Pastor Jojo, for that powerful testimony. Truly, meron ding lost people in the marketplace. Truly, Kailangan din ng mga tao in the marketplace, you know. We can see them, siguro isipin natin, well, mga CEO naman yung mga yan. Mga managers naman yung mga yan. Perhaps, you know, they're very successful in life. They don't need Jesus. But mga kapatid, they need Jesus Christ. And God is using people like our senior pastor, Pastor Jojo, who can be an empowered witness of Jesus Christ to them that they may be saved. You and I have a role to play in reaching out the lost. The lost 
of this world because lost people matter to God. In this season, uh, in our church, we are pursuing wholeness, hindi po ba? How do we become empowered witnesses for Christ first and foremost? We need to surrender our lives to Christ. We need to surrender our head. We need to surrender our heart. And we need to surrender our hands. We need to surrender our thoughts, the things we think about. We need to surrender the things we read about. Tayo po ba ay nag-aaral ng salita ng Diyos? Because the, the word of God is the power of God. The gospel is the power of God unto salvation. Are we studying God's word? In our hearts, ang meditations ng hearts po natin. Are we thinking about our own Lamang, or are we also thinking about those who are still haven't heard the gospel yet? Our passions and desires, is it surrendered? Are, are our passions and desires surrendered to the Lord? What are you passionate about? Pinapagamit niyo po ba ang inyong puso sa Panginoon? Our prayer life, the things that you prayed for, are you praying for the lost? Are you praying for our missionaries? Are we praying for those, yung mga hindi pa nakakarinig, mga neighbors natin, yung mga kamag-anak natin na hindi pa nakakarinig ng salita ng Diyos, are we praying for them? Our hands. Are we giving to the lost? Are we giving para lumaganap ang misyon ng simbahan? Are we giving and yung, yung ginagawa natin, are we reaching out sa lost? Are we reaching out to the people who are in need of Jesus Christ? Are we going? Are our actions surrendered to the Lord? Kaya mga kapatid, as we end today, I want us to surrender our lives to Jesus Christ. Itaas nga po natin ang ating mga kamay. Kung nasaan man kayo, taas natin ang ating mga kamay. Let us just surrender our head, our heart, and our hand to the Lord. Hawakan niyo po ang inyong, ang inyong ulo. Lord, let me pray for you. God, would you touch our minds and our thoughts that we may think more about you, Lord God. That we may meditate on your word, Father God. So that we may know your plans, we may know your will for us, Lord. And for the people around us, O oh God. May we understand your will, Father, your good, pleasing, and perfect will. May we surrender our hearts and our thoughts and our hands to the Holy Spirit. Hawakan po natin ating mga puso. Lord, we surrender our hearts to you, Father God. The meditations of our hearts, O oh God. May it be for you, Lord. Our passions and desires, Panginoon, may we desire to honor you, O oh God, by being used by you in the ministry by being prayerfully praying for people who are lost, for nations, Lord God, those who are hurting. Marami pa po silang hindi nakakarinig, Panginoon. We pray, Father God, you would touch our hearts, our prayer life, Lord. We surrender to you, Holy Spirit. Let's surrender our hands unto the Lord. Lord, we surrender our actions to you. 
We surrender our possessions to you. We surrender our service to you. Use us for your glory. Use these hands to touch people's lives, Father. To reach out to the poor, to the hurting, Lord God, to the lost. Use our hands, Father God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we want to go where you lead us. We want to go where your presence is, O Lord. Lord, hipuin niyo po ang mga taong nanonood ngayong umaga, Father God. I pray that you would use them, Father. I pray that you will be sensitive, O Lord. That they will be sensitive to your call in their lives, Panginoon. Are they called to pray for missions? Are they called to give to missions? Or are they called to go Speak to them, Lord. Buin po ang puso ng bawat isa. Thank you, Lord. Sige po, itaas po natin ang ating mga kamay and receive the blessing of the Lord. May the Lord bless you, mga kapatid. May the Lord keep you and may the Lord shine His face over you today and this week. May the Lord use you and empower you to be an empowered witness for Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.